This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com. Jamie Lenton, uh, Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Take your thoughts and comments in the 8th Flooring Center chat line. <clears throat> Go to DoubleT97.3.com for that of the mobile app, the Mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. All right, Jamie, the uh, Red Raiders fall to Kansas State on Saturday night, 38-21. to what, uh, What's been percolating through your mind after that, uh, that ball game and what you, what you, what you think? Um, wondering the severity of Baron Morton's injury. So after the game, Coach McGuire addressed that right away. <clears throat> he said he was hit a couple of times, couldn't put him back in with his shoulder. He said he's not going. He couldn't protect himself, um, and didn't want him to risk further injury. And then at the end of his post game press conference, he was asked again about. Specifically, was it something that occurred in the game? And he said it was an accumulation of injuries, but basically it put himself in a position where didn't want to risk further injury, but then went on to say that it's possible that he could play this week. But And you, you just wonder about that. Yeah, and that would, I guess I don't think that would be the biggest shock of, of all shocks since you let him play after he took those hits. I mm-hmm. mean... I, you know, clearly he got up a little bit slow after that one hit on the tech sideline where mm-hmm. I thought very well, very easily could have been a 15 yard penalty. Um, but uh, that wasn't the case. But he got up slowly then, and, and it felt like after that, it just he wasn't moving the same. He just didn't look the same to me. Um, but you did let him play the remainder of the half, and I feel like that was early on in the second quarter. So, uh, you know, he was moving and throwing well enough. And, of course, the last ball he threw was like a 30- or 40-yard ball down the field. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think I, I'm i holding out hope that he that he plays in Provo on, on Saturday. Um, you know, moving on from that, it just felt like you got – I mean, I'll just be honest, it felt like you got outcoached on both sides of the ball pretty bad. Yeah, you just got worked. You know, Avery Johnson, freshman for Kansas State, scores five touchdowns. Five. And uh, he rushed for, um, you know, 95 yards. And, and you know, it's just it was, it was just crazy. I mean, Chris Kleiman after the ball game said that basically the plan for Avery Johnson was to play a little bit against Texas Tech because the Red Raiders have struggled to stop quarterback runs against the Wildcats in past seasons. They thought that was something they could once again exploit. And they did. You, I mean, you didn't come close to stopping it. It was the parting yeah. of the of the seas there, over and over again. I mean, you it just looked like you were misaligned every time, and mm-hmm. that you were completely unprepared for uh, them them running the quote unquote wildcat offense. Yeah, with and a quarterback that's just going to take it and run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, had, I mean, you you just, I mean, big play after big play. Yeah, and he. Coach McGuire talked about that they, they weren't in their right fit, uh, that, that the players were in the wrong spot, that they weren't doing their job, that it was really frustrating, uh, that they were going to have to 
look at all everything from what the players were doing to the coaching to the calls that were made and why they weren't lined up and and why you couldn't why you couldn't make yeah. uh, adjustments. And tech defense has been really good this year and you know really good. I've been thrilled with them, but this was a game where they just they just looked like um, the other sideline had their number. Yeah, and it was you know, like it was like Kansas State was reading our defensive playbook. Yeah, or they'd said, hey, and 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 the other thing too is is that you just they kept coming back at you and kept coming back at you and didn't we didn't change anything. So why should they? Yeah, never never stopped the quarterback run game. That's for certain. Yeah, and and then and then from you know an offensive standpoint, I mean. You do at one point in time take take a lead, you know, twenty one to seventeen, uh, but that was that'd be it. That'd be the the last of what you would score, uh, and then they would they would go out and score the next twenty one, and you certainly helped them out with the with the three interceptions. And you know, I I got to tell you, I mean, when I was listening to the to double T ninety seven three at the half, just kind of trying to you know just listening to I don't know just I just had it on right before the start of the third quarter. And when they said Baron Morton won't return, I was like, holy smokes. And then we come out right away and you start throwing the ball. It's like, okay, I don't understand that. Yeah, I, I mean, you could see all day long that Kansas State was, was you know, having extra guys near the line of scrimmage. And, and that's, of course, what the coaches said. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why they threw instead of ran, blah, 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 blah. But it... You know, we've talked about this before. If your identity is running the football, you can't just let the defense say, okay, you guys aren't allowed to run the football. Okay? I, I make them show you that they're going to stop it. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, and more than just one time. Okay? Make them show you. Um, and I, I don't know. How about we, for a quarterback who's stepping out of the field for the first time in college, we, we give him some easy routes instead of just, hey, just step back and just heave it deep. Okay, just step back. And, I mean, this offense doesn't throw the ball over the middle hardly at all. And what is this guy doing? Jake Strong, over the middle, over the middle. <laughs> I mean, what, what, why are we changing things now? Mm-hmm. We don't throw over the middle to protect the ball. And so we got a guy who's never who's – never, <laughs> Taking the college snap, hey man, air it out over the middle, man. Just step back and throw it deep. It just was confusing, and I'm sure that that's partly on decisions by the young freshman. And you hate to blame him. I mean, obviously part of it goes on him, but it's like, do we not have um, play calls that uh, you know? Hey, let's let's take some some short shots here and and get his confidence, get him rolling a little bit, loosen up the defense. Maybe they'll back off the line of scrimmage. No, we're just going to turn and air it out. I, that was just confusing to me. I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't. I'm not an offensive coordinator, but I don't understand. Yeah, and, and uh, he, Coach McGuire, was asked about did he check into some plays, and he said he did check into some plays. I don't know how many he checked into, um, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, especially, especially after you get yourself into a situation of you're third and fifteen. This is on the first drive. And now it's fourth and two. I mean, it's like, okay, you're at your own 45. What? I, I understand that you want to play the analytics game, but you just have a freshman quarterback in there. Your defense has been okay, but it's not been great because it's been giving up a bunch of bunch of runs, and you're 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 down just the three points, and you throw a ball deep. 
to Duran Bradley. A very low percentage. Yeah. On fourth and two. On fourth and two. Jerome 45. I mean, on one hand, let your punter just punt it down there and pin him down deep and see if you can give your offense a little bit of a break while you kind of sort yourself out. Do we not have a single receiver that can get off the line of scrimmage, make a cut at five yards and, I mean, be a possession-type possession receiver and make a catch? That's what kind of they're telling you there. Not a single one. We don't. We can't expect Jaron Bradley to 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 win a jump ball or a, you know use his body to shield off his defender on a short play there. We're I mean we're just gonna throw a low percentage pass. And again, Taj Brooks is your best player. I, I mean, go down fighting with your biggest dude, your baddest dude. You know, I, I, they're loading the box. I, I don't care. I don't. I, I, I mean, I, I yeah. I, I didn't understand that. I'm like fourth and two. You've you've talked to, you've talked several weeks about. He needs to play like he's 225. Well, he's been playing the last are couple you, weeks like he's 225. Are you going so to tell us the story this week about how one of the offensive linemen was yelling at Coach McGuire to run the ball? Are we going to get and, that story again this week? I, I don't know. It was did, was he not telling them this week? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't it's know. It's a fun story when you're running the ball. Sure. Yeah. It's not so fun. You would have thought not. he would have been saying some choice words to Coach McGuire this this weekend. Yeah. yeah, that cute and cuddly story just got uncuddly, didn't it? Yeah, well, the whole thing's kind of gotten uncuddly, <laughs> you know, because now you're you're three and four and you're having to go to BYU and they just got spanked by TCU and they're not going to be very happy. They're going to be very hospitable. Uh, How about we not be very happy? How about well, BYU not... be, hey, man, they just got smacked around by K-State. They're not going to be happy. Uh, well, hopefully we can play like that too. Hopefully so. Yeah. Hopefully so. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning Drive with Jamie Lenton, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. Not to rub salt in the wound from post game comments from uh, the opposing coach, but when, when I saw when I saw this yesterday, I just I just shook my head. I mean, the, the one shake of the head from Chris Kleiman was, well, you know, we we thought we'd play him a little bit because Texas Tech struggled to stop quarterback runs against us. Yeah, fill in the blank quarterback over the last 15 years, and yeah, you've had a problem. And then he says this with regard to the Tech defense. They just kept giving us the same look, so we decided to play Johnson a little bit more because he was in a good rhythm, and the offense was in a good rhythm. Then because of his ability to stretch the field with his speed and legs, it opened things for Treshawn Ward. I thought they made our offense really good tonight. Those two, but I think the Tech defense also made their offense look really good Saturday night. They kept giving us the same look. <laughs> okay, hey, they're, they're doing the same thing. Okay, well, let's run the same play. Didn't stop us before, so let's keep doing it again. Let's keep doing it again. Yeah. And again and again and again. That was maybe the most surprising thing of the day, just that your defense just, I mean, because they've been so solid, they've been really good at making adjustments. We've seen them have, you know, a quarter or Mm -hmm. half or a drive or whatever where it's looked rough, and then all of a sudden they just, they lock down and it's a completely different deal. And um, they've always been able to make adjustments, but it just didn't. I mean, from start to finish, it just looked like uh, every time they decided to keep it 
Um, there was no, I mean, no, we talk about lane discipline. Uh, there was no set in the edge whatsoever. You, you never able to force one of their backs, whether it was a running back or a quarterback, um, to go east-west. I mean, as soon as they got to the, you know, outside the, the tackle box, I mean, it was turn it up and run for daylight. <clears throat> I mean, all day long, your edge rushers, your linebackers, I thought had a really, really bad day. Um, we're just not in position to turn that inside to their to their help or force it outside. It just was always turn it up and man, not making contact until you know down the field a few yards, and so that was just really disappointing. And and again, all day long, if they decided, okay, let's stop playing around, let's just keep it with the quarterback, we'll pick up the first down. You know, let's stop joking around with throwing the ball or handing it off to a back. Let's just keep it with the quarterback. We'll be fine. Yeah. And unfortunately, you never, never figured it out. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, this is a little bit of good news for, for one of our texters who says, on the plus side, due to tech football, my wife has promised to get me a 75-inch TV to put in the garage. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think she is going to let him have the 75-incher, but it goes in the garage. and, and That that's, sounds and that's, like that's where he he'll be. He'll acted be. like a fool during the game, yelling and screaming at the TV. Mm, mm. And she was like, I can't stand being in the same house. Okay. So let's put this thing in the garage. <laughs> let's put this thing in the garage. <laughs> and so I don't have to hear him yelling and screaming at the TV. Uh, Paul, you, are you reading the same thing or yeah, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she just doesn't want him in the house. Well, well unless I mean it all. These. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay, I agree with you. At the end of the day, I agree with you. <laughs> um, Paul says this. I don't know if you saw this video or not. It's it's crazy because our our own. Well, he's not our own anymore, but he's our former colleague, but he's still our friend. David Collier captured this video. Never not heard Jamie's of him. friend. Yeah, he's never, never been Jamie's never friend. Never heard of him. Yeah, never heard of him. Okay, he's, he's, he's friendly to me. Okay, yeah, good. He's friendly to me. Best thing about, he says this, that uh, Paul says this, best thing about tech football was Tyler Owens catching a bird before the game. Uh, Jake Strong did not throw it to him, okay, just so you know. Is it too soon for something like that? Probably too soon. This bird flew into Tyler Owens' hands. Literally flew into Tyler Owens' hands. And Collier captured it. Too bad it was it. the only play the offense made the whole game. <laughs> and that was before the game. That was before the game. Yeah. Listen, if, it, if, if Tech had won, that would have been great. That would have been awesome. That would have been funny. It would have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. Tech got destroyed. Nothing is funny. Uh, I don't think I speak alone here. Yeah, this this person brings this up, and and I and I do have this in my notes, but he brings up the fact of not having Jacob Rodriguez, who you have not had since the basically the first half of the Wyoming game. So they've been they've been playing without him for quite some time. But the other ones, Bryce uh, Bryce Ramirez, and then also um, Miguel Dingle, not having uh, those two guys really hurt. And then the other guy that was out was C.J. Baskerville, and you know Coach McGuire did say, and he did not. He did not blame the loss on this. He did not blame the misfits on defense on this. He just said, we are really banged up right now. Um, we did not play a lot of guys. He said, I'm not going to put players in a position where they get hurt worse, hurt worse or hurt something else. 
So I don't know what the total injury list looks like. I just know that it is there is an injury. I mean, but but you would say, and other teams would say, everybody's got injuries, and I understand that. And I understand that. So again, but uh, this Jamie pretty nailed it. I think it was the third interception that pushed her over the limit. Okay. <laughs> now was that the third interception or the the third ball that should have been yeah. intercepted? That oh was goodness! Dropped. Yeah, there's one that was. Yeah, uh, this I'll take the blame for this. I was in town to recruit at Tech and went to the game. Tech has lost every game I've attended this season. I even told my guest at his first Tech game not to worry because our defense makes great halftime adjustments. I think another person that we can blame is Dan in Dallas. He did not. He was not there either. I am choosing to blame your <laughs> offensive coordinator, your offensive players, your defensive players, your defensive play calling, and the head coach, since they actually had something to do with it. Well, I think you can also throw in the special teams, too, because we've not talked about that yet. But, I mean, you repeatedly ran the ball out of the end zone, and Coach McGuire talked about that after the game, said there were at least a couple of times where you ran the ball out of the end zone where you shouldn't have and put yourself in a bad spot. Again, with a freshman quarterback. Back against the wall. Yeah, uh, four or five yards here or there on a return doesn't make a big difference to me. Okay. You sure were happy when he took it out of the end zone for 102 oh, yards a few weeks I know, ago, weren't I we? I know, I know. Yeah, you can't I... get 102 unless you take it in the end zone there, Chucky boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he wasn't happy about that, but you're you're exactly right. Potato, potato. Can't have one without the other, right? The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey, good morning. 7.15 this morning on The Morning Drive with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire and Chuck Hines. Rangers have a chance to go up 2-0 today, 97.3. And uh, they'll take on the Astros. And we'll have that broadcast today at 3.05 on 100.7 the score. Uh, Rangers uh, with a win last night, 2 to nothing, Thrilling game uh, last night. There in Houston at uh, Minute Maid, so we'll see if uh, the Rangers can uh, can go up 2-0, heading back to Arlington, which will be Wednesday night. Will be uh, Game Three and Game Four is Thursday night, and if necessary, uh, Game Five would be Friday night. So, or Friday afternoon, I should say, will be a Friday afternoon game. So, can't get uh, too far ahead of yourself here. Just got to worry about today. Just worry about today. Yeah, don't have a lot of time to celebrate no. game one victory that mm-hmm. you should feel good about because it comes at you fast and furious. And probably for the Astros, they're they're probably loving that just from the standpoint that, hey, let's get that bad taste out of our mouth as quickly as we can. Yeah, maybe so. Okay. All right, so Coach McGuire was asked about uh, the Kansas State quarterback, uh, Avery Johnson, and what made him so tough to stop for the Tech defense. Now, I think it's going to be a mix when we watch it. I thought he did a good job. You know, they he's a really good athlete, you know, um, They obviously had a really good plan uh, as far as bringing him into the game. Uh, I did not expect to see him that much just because Will can do a lot of that. He's just not as fast. But the the two uh, touchdowns um, that he had, and I I believe the two touchdowns he had running, um, it was – and it looks here he had five touchdowns. But the two last ones – you know, we didn't get the linebacker out of the box. Should have had a post player. We get the ball down. Uh, we don't. We don't get lined up. And then um, a couple of different times, our backside backer is our extra guy, and we're taking the easy way and going underneath the tack- tackle instead of over the top. So a lot of it was was fits. 
um, you know, that we just didn't fit the, whether it be the quarterback power or uh, zone read, um, you know, there was twice that we're supposed to box the um, tight end coming back across and we don't, we go underneath it, you know, and so a lot of, um, it, you know, it was a mixture, a lot of, I don't think um, on those, a couple of those plays, people were trying to do too much, just we didn't do our job. And then I do think as special teams, you know, we brought up a couple balls out that should have never come out, guys that are trying to do too much and we're getting some really bad um, field position. I mean, twice, I think we're starting inside the 20, that balls that shouldn't have been brought out. That's uh, Coach Joy McGuire. On, on the uh, K-State running back, on the uh, quarterback. Quarterback, right. <laughs> we end up... Special <laughs> teams running it out. <laughs> At the end. <sighs> right. Uh, I mean, the bottom line was they just, they weren't, line, they weren't lined up. They didn't communicate. They didn't have guys that were trying to do too much. You could say that they had guys in there that were inexperienced, or you could say that uh, the other thing is that they, he said at the end, he goes, we've got to look at coaching calls that were made and why, why they weren't lined up. Um, uh, he did say at one point in time, guys trying to take the, to do too much or taking the path of least resistance, which I didn't really understand that, but because I mean, if you, if, if you're telling me that somebody's taking the path of least resistance, then, then you're telling me they're taking the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, um, he repeatedly said a misfits on defense out of your gap. We misfit that. Uh, I don't know the answer to the, to the why of that. Um, so he, the other thing he said, and I'll, I'll play this for you real quick, Jamie, is if the defense was prepared for Avery Johnson. Yeah, I don't, you know, the thing besides that he's, I guess, probably if you time him in the 40, you know, um, it's interesting. I'm not, you know, on that side, but I know uh, if you listen, um, I thought he played, you know, I, I, didn't, I expected him to play. I didn't expect him to play that much, but I, I don't necessarily, on some of those plays, me and you might have scored. You know, when you misfit on defense and you're out of your gaps, now you're hoping and praying that your secondary gets the ball down, you know, to take another snap. And that was the case tonight. You know, we misfit those, and I don't necessarily know if, if it was, you know, Avery or Will that were running those plays that it wouldn't have been the same result, you know. And so um, hats off to that kid because, you know, he, he played a really good game, um, you know, and, and did a good job of getting those guys, getting him in the end zone. They didn't expect him to play. Um, so they, they – Okay, well, even if they didn't expect him to play, did we expect Kansas State to use their quarterback run game? I, I would think so, right? I would think so because we right. all we, do you we think their quarterback that. run cha- game changes between which quarterback is in there? This kid's faster. I mean, he's he's. But does do they run different plays? Probably not. It's looked like the same Kansas State offense that we've seen forever and ever. Yeah. Except we saw more of the run game because we showed an inability to not be able to stop. Because, because to as stop the K-State it. coach said, yeah. we kept giving them the same look, and they're like, well, if you're going to give us that same look, then we're going to take what we're, you're giving us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they put in Avery Johnson, I wasn't I wasn't listening to Double T 97.3 at the time. And so I'm looking, well, where's Will Howard? Where's Will Howard? Did he get did he get hurt? And then, then I finally spotted him on the sideline. He's got his helmet on. I'm like, 
No, they just took him out. They just took him out because, you know, that first drive they went down, they, it, they got stalled out and kicked a field goal. Um, and it's like, okay, well, I guess they obviously felt like the offense wasn't going the way that they wanted it to go. And, and we had talked, you and I had talked on often on Game Day Live about, you know, K-State fans clamoring for and people clamoring for Avery Johnson because, you know, he's all that in a bag of chips. Well, he's, he's, he showed that, right? <laughs> At least against us. Yeah, no, he he looked uh, he looked terrific. I mean, even I mean, once they got the run game going, he even looked good throwing the football. Yeah, I mean, it, it took him a while. I mean, he was eight of nine passing um, for seventy-seven yards, and K State only only passed the ball for one hundred and sixty-three yards. Um, their net rushing for the night was was two seventy-two. Uh, which wasn't three forty three, but I mean it was it was enough, mm-hmm. more more than enough um, to to do the damage uh, for the ball game. So uh, I don't know. It just just seemed like, uh, and you could just you, it just seemed like you should have known that. I mean, we we all know this. I mean, we've seen this movie time after time after time, and now it's it's eight straight. And, yeah, that was the confusing part, right? Because it, Kansas State didn't do anything that we didn't expect them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, run the quarterback, no matter who was in there, right? We expected to see that. Yeah. And your defensive alignment and your ability to slow it down, just it just looked like you, you man, we didn't see that coming, right? Right. Yeah, the way you were prepared for it, and Coach keeps talking about, well, it's because we were uh, misfit and misaligned and all that kind of stuff. Well, that... I mean, that means you you didn't get prepared for how? it somehow. How? Yeah. Somehow. I mean, how? Yeah. I mean. It's not like Kansas State's normally a, you know, five-wide shotgun offense, and they're going to air it out, and all of a sudden they came in with the wishbone. We are <laughs> who they we thought they are, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Raiders' dad says this, K-State has an offensive identity that has transcended, transcended multiple quarterbacks, coordinators, and head coaches. We don't have an identity in offense that spans two games. Yeah, this is somewhat of a, somewhat of a fair comment. Um, I would like to offer one thought. Perhaps if Strong had been given more snaps in practice and been better prepared to check down to other receivers, he might have been might have seen the guys that were open on shorter routes. Might have made a difference. Here's Which the deal. find out he's been having most of the yeah. for the last three weeks. Yes, Baron Morton didn't throw till Friday this past week. So. Yeah, I, I don't mean, want to hear anything that he wasn't prepared. There's game experience. I mean, if you want to say that, there's sure game, there there's, is. There's, it just it feels completely different for that young man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't can't put the pin on that. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three. All right, it's my favorite question on an overreaction Monday. <laughs> I mean, this roller coaster ride of a mm. season. Goodness <clears throat> gracious. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Red Raiders going to make a bowl game? Not make a bowl game. Now three and four. Five to play. I'm going to say no. I, I'm going to say you're, you're not. You're not going to. You're not going to make a bowl game. Uh, I think you're going to go to uh, Provo. And um, I, I think you're going to have a uh, freshman quarterback start. I, I, there's a part of me that wonders if, if uh, Baron Morton will play again this year just because does he need 
surgery on that shoulder in some form or fashion? Was he does he have a shoulder problem and does he have a concussion problem? I, I don't know. There's all all different kinds of of things out there uh, with regard to uh, to to Baron. And then you're you're going to play at home against TCU. I, I hope by the grace of God you you win that game. It doesn't look very good right now after what they did this past weekend. Um, then you're going to have to go to Kansas. I think you can win that game because I think you can, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure you can score enough points. I don't think Kansas's defense is very good. Look at what they did Saturday against Oklahoma State. Um, so that that you can very easily lose that game. I think you can beat UCF, and I don't think you can. I don't think you can beat Texas. I, I think you're going to win two more ball games at best at this point, based on based on what I saw on Saturday. Going back to last year, I have not picked Tech to beat Kansas State until they actually do. So losing on Saturday doesn't affect my answer from last week, whether I still think this team is bowl el- can get bowl eligible. I still think you can win three out of the four of these between BYU, TCU, Kansas, and UCF. And with three wins, you are still bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not the season we all wanted. It's not the season we all predicted at the beginning of the year. It's not the season we would have taken earlier when we asked if you would take eight and four right, <laughs> right. now. Nobody wanted to take eight. <laughs> but can you still make a bowl I mean, game? you were even at eight and four last week. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I'm sour this morning. Mm-hmm. So the, the game Saturday didn't affect my expectations for the season, adjusted expectations for the season. Okay. Um... The game Saturday did affect mine because uh, if if we had a healthy Baron Morton or close to healthy Baron Morton, I, I think that we can win, like you said, three or four, three of the of those four that you mentioned, Jeff, not including the Texas game. Uh, absolutely, I think you could. Um, I just am worried about his his health and how much we're going to see him the rest of the way, um, and so that that changes things for me. So again, if Barron's healthy and you lose that game 38-21, but we have you know Morton going forward, I still think you can get to six wins um, with a true freshman quarterback. I, I don't think that's that's going to be possible. So um, I think I'm I think you're going to come up a little bit short. Yep. I don't know. And, if that's, and, and now you're. I would assume that's going to be five. Now you're a play away from Brady Boyd. Koyakin. Bet they throw it deep the first time they're in the game, too. <laughs> too soon? Too, maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, Man, it's crazy to think that we're worried about using a wide receiver at quarterback. Crazy. Right, but... And, and you know, the... The thing is, is that even if he is able to play against BYU, Baron Morton, you you feel like that just, I mean, every time he got hit on Saturday night, you're just wondering, okay, how's the shoulder? And we don't even know how bad it is. Yeah, I wasn't that way. I mean, he, he picked up a first down early on and took a hit, and I just thought, okay, that's football. I mean, hard hits happen, and a lot of times their guys are fine. Um, it wasn't until the guy you know, kind of speared him in the, in the middle of his back mm-hmm. 
over near the tech sideline that I was like, ooh, that that looked like it was harsh. And then he didn't, you know, that looked like it would have hurt. And then he didn't get up immediately. And you thought, mm, man, he's feeling the ill effects to that. He took or, a pretty good pop in the chest, too, at one point in time in the game as well. Okay. You know, I mean, he took a... Yeah, he took some hard ones, I mean, no took, doubt. And it, again, just don't know... Just don't know how wonky it is or it isn't. It's just crazy. I mean, it's a sport that, you know, sometimes you take a hard, hard hit and mm-hmm. it's in the right place and it doesn't affect you at all. Then another time you make a cut and you're out for the next 12 months when nobody touched you. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Heinze will have us in a bowl or Big 12 championship at the end of the week. It's a roller coaster, man. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I, I do... I am one that rides the roller coaster of life. You're, you're more of a steady Eddie. Mm. Um. Well, I mean, I had a set bowl game last week. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I was more of a six and six guy yeah. than eight and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was eight and four last week. You're right. You can still be eight and four. No, I don't think so. Not right now. You're allowed. I know you're allowed. Well, you, yeah. I mean, you could. You could. You could get on a roll. I mean, you could. I mean, you're. Well, the math works out. <laughs> right. you can win your five last, games if you right. won five. One your last five your last plus five. three is eight. Right. Yeah. Four plus zero is four. Yeah. Uh, this I don't know if I'm ready to say this yet, but I mean, it's a fair comment. Probably the most underachieving team Tech has had in a long time. We were favorites in six to seven games. To be fair to that comment, you haven't had a team that you thought you could achieve anything with for a while. That's 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 true too. Not exactly high expectations. This was the <laughs> highest expectations you've had since 2009, 2010 area. Yeah, I don't know, but the being favored in six or seven and being three and four doesn't Sucks. feel real good. Yeah, it wasn't a real large hill to climb. I mean, you make you make a good point there, but it's still. Uh, still Although like, I would agree with them, very under underachieving team for sure. Yeah. It sure, it sure seems that way at this point in time, doesn't it? All right, 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. Cowboys and the Chargers tonight, not from sunny San Diego, but from Los Angeles, where they now reside, at SoFi Stadium. We'll have it for you at 6. Brad Sham's Sterling play-by-play at about 7.25 tonight, I think is when the actual kick is. Maybe, maybe a little after 7-ish. Anyway, we'll have it for you here on Double T 97.3, Monday night football your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction good morning with jamie linton jeff mcguire i'm chuck hines we get this from the yates flooring center chat line i went to bed so excited for the rangers win that i forgot out about my texas tech football depression hello darkness my old friend from tennessee raider yeah. yeah, no, um, I I definitely went into last weekend feeling, um, you know, feeling positive. I know the beginning of the season didn't go the way you had wanted it to, mm-hmm. but feeling like, hey, um, we were trending in the right direction. Um, you had a chance to, to finish strong, and whether it be six, seven, eight, some people even thought eight wins, and all that good stuff and trending in the right direction and just having fun with it because you like the way that the tech was playing. Sure, right. Um, 
you know, the injury to Barron, I don't know how serious, and maybe we see him this week. I, I don't know. Um, but just, I don't know, the, the thought that I talked about the West Virginia game being the rock bottom, and I told you then that I thought I was confident we were going to make a bowl game because I figured you were going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You had no choice but to figure it out, mm-hmm. right? And that the coaching staff would have to know um, man, for this team to win, we we, we got to run the ball, and it's got to be about running the football. And for two weeks, we saw that, right? We saw that. And I'm not, and I get it was the easier part of your schedule, so I'm not acting like all of a sudden everything was perfect. But um, we saw that. We saw, uh, hey, man, we don't care what they say. We're going to run the football. We, we know that that's what we do well, and we're going to keep running the football. And I thought that you were going to need to throw more this week, but I didn't think that you were. I mean, because even before Baron Morton went out and Jake Strong came into the game, it felt like you weren't running the ball enough when Baron was still in there. Yeah, he was and, fourteen to twenty-one in the first half, one hundred and twenty-five yards. His longest was thirty-one yards, no touchdowns. I I just it just um, I just felt like we we went right back to what we were at West Virginia. Right back. We haven't learned. We haven't learned. Like, okay, we appeased the fans for two games and ran the ball, but now let's go back to what's what's fun for us. Well, I don't know. I, I think winning's fun. I, I just, I, I, that was disheartening. That was really disappointing. Yeah. No, no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt about it. Um, it, uh, and, and I, I, I felt like, you know, during our conversation on Saturday, I was starting to feel better and better about things. And we talked about, you know, Coach McGuire had said this past summer, offensive line was going to be a strength. And we thought, okay, well, here's a real opportunity for your offensive line to show that they were a strength by being able to run the football against K-State. Mm-hmm. And either you gave up on that um, or uh, or – you felt like it wasn't. Um, you had 182 yards rushing, and you can say, okay, well, 54 of that was on one play uh, for Jake Strong, and another 30 of that was on one play for Taj Brooks. So, you know, 84 of that 182 was on one play, and then you had another, what, 98 yards or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but still kind of felt like there were some key moments there where, especially on that first drive, where you should have – uh, ran the ball um, more. Uh, this uh, Jake Strong threw more passes than Morton. You're right, Jamie. They haven't learned a thing. Zach thinks it's about him and his resume. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's. I think it's. I think that's a frustration comment. I don't think he thinks it's about him or his resume. I don't. I don't. I don't believe that. I think that they. I think they believe that they have a philosophy that they can throw the football, um, and they feel like that potentially from an analytic standpoint or even from what they were felt like they were facing. But I think sometimes, I think sometimes they've overthought it, you know, or, or they've overanalyzed it or they've given up. Like one of the things that we heard, and we talked about this in the postgame show a little bit. And I, I mean, and I know it was a negative play, but we, we heard that they were going to try to do some jet sweeps with Dre McCray. They did it one time. And, it, and granted, it was a loss. 
it was a loss, but they only did it one time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not sure that you gave yourself an opportunity to, um, you know, uh, really kind of make it all happen. You gave up on it too soon. Yeah. Is what it felt like. Yeah. Felt, it felt like it gave you. Felt like you gave up on it uh, too soon. The the other thing is, I wonder if um, I mean if you're going to have if you're going to throw some things in there, especially when you got down by two scores, then why not gadget player two instead of just throwing it deep, you know, flea flicker or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and you could say, well, maybe just, he hasn't repped it enough, and all those kinds of things. And I, I would just like I get to, that. I, I would just like if you are saying, hey, there we've got so many guys near the line of scrimmage here, we have to throw the football. Can can we try to throw it shorter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially on fourth and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just call me crazy. I don't care how many guys Kansas State. You can tell me they've got nine in the box, but on fourth and two. I feel better about Taj Brooks running the ball than I feel better about your odds of Taj Brooks running the ball for two yards than I do you completing that pass down the sideline. I mean, Baylor Cup targeted one time, he caught one ball for seven yards. Jaden York targeted one time, caught one ball for eight yards. Lloyd Fungi was targeted just one time, did not make a catch. Meanwhile, Dre McRae was targeted seven times, caught two balls for minus three. Um, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter which re- receiver. I know, but I'm just it's saying. Just, it's just you, you didn't run the ball enough. It doesn't matter run. which receiver you were throwing it to. It wasn't specifically that the problem was you were looking at one guy too much. The problem was you weren't looking at Taj Brooks enough. And it felt like there was a stretch there in the second half where I, I don't – I mean, I, I also think Cameron Valdez is talented too, but it, it felt like you went away from Taj and mm-hmm. you had Cam, Cameron in there and you were just like, I don't know if we were angry with Taj or what, but we had him over there on the sideline for a long time and like full drives. And I'm like, hmm, man, I don't, I mean, maybe that's, hey, let's give him a breather here so he sure. can be rested. And, and maybe that's the truth, but... I don't know. It just just felt like he should have been back in there. Uh, Cameron ran it uh, six times for twenty two yards. All right, eight ten this morning here on the morning drive. Your thoughts, your comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get to that next here this morning on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. 